0: And on the phone with me this morning, it's Eric King, Bend City Manager. Eric, good morning, sir. Good morning. Very nice to talk to you today. Last night's meeting looked like it went about five hours or so. Pretty, <laughs> pretty full agenda. It seemed like
1: it was pretty late. I think it was about eleven thirty uh, when we got out. Of, when I I was uh, was home. So yeah, late night.
0: Late night for sure. So uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, some of the things that were discussed last night, including the community survey. Tell us about those results.
1: Yeah. Every, every two years, we conduct uh, a survey. Uh, we do it with in partnership with a, a consultant firm. So uh, it's a DHM. is the name of the firm that, that conducted it. It's a statistically valid survey. Um, they do both a phone survey as well as uh, provide an online um, opportunity for folks to, to really assess uh, how they feel about BENDs. General kind of uh, attitudes about the about the community as well as specific city services and prioritizing what we should uh, focus on most um, and this is really a key input for our goal setting so every two years we uh, go through a goal setting process that informs our two-year budget Um, and it's along with other inputs we have a listening session in fact scheduled today with our with community stakeholders um, to hear their priorities as well so it is it is really valuable information going into that goal setting session
0: what turned out to be the top issues
1: well, the top issues, homelessness and affordable housing uh, really uh, have been kind of uh, at the top the last couple of years, they, uh, more so this cycle. Uh, we saw transportation, which had been a high priority, uh, decline slightly as, as a top priority. Um, uh, and, and I think, you know, public safety, police and fire services remain, uh, main a top priority as well.
0: Any feelings on uh, why transportation moved down on the list?
1: Well, I think some of that could be attributed to the voter-approved uh, general obligation bond, the 190 million dollar bond that was approved in uh, November of 2020. Um, you know, I do think there is still some work to do in improving the transportation system. I think this is a Particularly a tough time of year with the freeze and thaw cycles and potholes and things. So um, you know, I, I know that uh, you know it, it's it's a mixed bag. I think you know, there's there's been some new projects that have improved the transportation system, but you know there's also some some work to do to keep up uh, with our maintenance needs.
0: The uh, new city council uh, all seated in place last night and took part.
1: Yeah, we had uh the the seventh member sworn in. That's uh, Megan Norris. Uh Megan was selected uh to fill the vacancy that Melanie Keebler left when she moved into the mayor slot. So uh that occurred last night.
0: All right. The uh another thing that came up was uh something regarding parking minimums. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, so the state of Oregon um has adopted climate friendly and equitable communities. Um so a lot of words uh but that what that means is really uh some mandates for uh cities in oregon over a certain size uh to really think differently about how they're growing uh what their land use transportation systems look like to reduce um greenhouse gas emissions ultimately and and so a lot of those requirements really uh, really deemphasize uh, vehicles put more emphasis on on people and uh, alternative modes of transportation um, and you know higher density uh, types of development so um, it's it's a phased in uh, approach so the the rules that have been approved last summer um there's certain things that need to be done immediately. the first is to address parking and so what council did last night is to remove parking minimum. So right now, or prior to uh, this change, there's uh, certain developments had to, by law, uh, have a certain amount of parking with their development. With that removed, it doesn't mean that there's going to be no parking for development. It just means that there's no longer regulations. It's the market will dictate uh, the amount of parking that's needed. Um, some of the, you know, it's multiple reasons for, for the why. I think the um, you know, but we're in a housing crisis, so the more land that can be used to house folks, uh, land's very expensive. Um, so it, it's helping to achieve that objective, as well as, again, putting more emphasis on people and less on, on cars.
0: Are there other areas of the country that also have this same rule instituted, and how's that worked out for them?
1: Yeah, this is becoming a a a pretty broad movement across the country. Small, large cities are are um, are are doing this. Uh, Again, of course, in Oregon, it's now a statewide um, uh, mandate. So, um, yeah, I think that the the market's still uh, providing parking. So, I think that uh, for for folks that are concerned that this will change. Immediately, it probably will not. Um, you know, a lot of projects are dependent upon financing, and that financing is. Uh, we'll look at things like you know what what the market will need to support, uh, whether it be rental properties for. Or commercial properties, et cetera, and so um, there, there will continue to be parking provided. Um, but I think there'll be closer looks at what what is the appropriate amount, instead of uh, a floor or a, regula- a regulatory approach of um, a minimum. That you know a little more flexibility there.
0: Okay. Hey, I want to go back to uh, the community survey that was uh-huh. done with the public right the dial out and and uh getting input from the public and then you mentioned that today community partners are going to meet with you give, give me the difference who are community partners yeah
1: so uh, there's uh, th- th- the difference between the survey the survey is uh random sampling uh of the community we had a 400 sample size on the um on the, on the phone survey. The phone survey, they did a little different this year. They also allowed folks to, they, they texted individuals too because some people just don't communicate on the phone anymore. Um, so they're, they're changing their methodology. And then the online survey is people can just opt in and they, they wanted to, to, to share their information or their, their feedback on band. And so we have a report and you can go online and see all the details of those reports. Um, so that's one data input. The, the listening session that's being held today, there's two different sessions, um, is uh, we invite our boards Committees, commissions. We have about a dozen committees that really help inform City Council, everything from our Affordable Housing Advisory Committee or Economic Development Planning Commission. Human Rights and Equity Commission. And all, so all those groups have been invited to share their feedback, uh, as well as we have some specific roundtable discussions. So we've, uh, we've organized four topical areas uh, in alignment with some of the priorities we heard from that survey, like affordable housing and homelessness, um, transportation, um, community engagement. So we've got Uh, those topical areas, and we've invited specific partners kind of a mix of our board committees and commissions, as well as other partners like the Chamber or EDCO, um, nonprofit organizations, social service providers. Um, So it's a more targeted, focused conversation uh, to help inform the council goal-setting session, which is going to take place next week, Monday and Tuesday.
0: Looking forward to the goal-setting session and seeing what comes out of that.
1: Yeah, yeah, we've got a, a, a packed uh, two days next week to, you know, really set out that that vision for the next two years. What does success look like, and what are, what are what are are the priorities, and then we'll begin as city staff to develop a work plan, and then the resources needed to complete those priorities to help build our two-year budget.
0: Now, no doubt, there's plenty of opportunities for local citizens to volunteer to become part of various committees and boards and things like that. How do people find out about those things?
1: Yeah, on uh, BendOregon.gov, um, if you just at the top of the screen, um, there's uh, some tabs that'll direct you to. If you if you're interested in being part of the governance structure, we have about a hundred or so individuals that make up the 12 uh, committees that I mentioned that help. Council achieve their goals, and we ha- periodically have openings on those committees. It's a great way to help shape um, shape the city. And then, of course, there's ad hoc uh, committees that get formed as well on specific issues. And uh, so, look for those uh, look for those as well.
0: All right, Eric King, City Manager, City of Bend, here at FM News 100.1 and 1110 KBND. Thank you so much, sir. Thank
1: you. Have a great day.